Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Believe in Sparks on the Believe Podcast Network, LA's number one sports podcast network. It's the only place with a show for every team in LA and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? Please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on your favorite directories, including iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. Make sure you like us, subscribe, and listen to every episode. Once again, we take you inside a media-only conference call so you can be up close and personal with all of us media types and hear some very important information. On this conference call, we have LA Sparks head coach Derek Fisher and assistant general manager Michael Fisher. During the 2020 free agency period, the LA Sparks signed two-time champion Christy Tolliver, four-time champion Simone Augustus, re-signed first-team all-WNBA point guard and champion Chelsea Gray, re-signed Tierra Ruffin-Pratt, extended Maria Vadiva, and acquired Brittany Sykes and Marie Gulich in a trade with the Atlanta Dream. This call was an opportunity to ask head coach Derek Fisher and assistant general manager Michael Fisher questions about the L.A. Sparks free agency period. You'll hear a familiar voice in Eli Horowitz, the L.A. Sparks director of public relations and communications, leading the conference call. Now, obviously, with what's going on right now, we didn't get a chance to do a press conference in person, so wanted to provide that opportunity to talk about all of our signings, re-signings, trades, um, as we finish that and head into the draft next week. And uh, I know there's a lot of people on the call, and so we'll try to get to you know at least each outlet once and, and do our absolute best. Um, so... With that, um, we, we do have the line, our head coach, Derek Fisher, as well as our assistant general manager, Michael Fisher. And I will jump, I, I will call on people and just go ahead with your question uh, when I call on you. Um, we'll start with Miriam Swanson uh, with the LA Daily News. Oh, hey. Hey. Hey, uh, Eli and everybody and Derek and Michael. Hope you guys are holding up. Um I, I guess my my question for you is, is uh, <laughs> what do you guys? Uh, Christy, Christy Tolliver was saying that she had a lot of some, some good conversations with with you, Derek, um, before she decided to come and sign with LA. Um, h- how have you guys kind of continued to have conversations with some of the new uh, acquisitions in, in in this last few weeks? Well, now, especially now, knowing that you don't know when you're going to start training camp and kind of like what's your communication been like with those uh, those ladies? Thanks, everybody, for jumping on, and hope everybody's uh, doing well and families and loved ones are, uh, are doing well, uh, for sure. Um, yeah, in terms of Christy and, you know, our <clears throat> kind of new players, even though Christy's new but old, uh, in terms of having been a spark before, and um, and for all of our players, I mean, we're kind of, um, you know, trying to do the best we can one day at a time and one week at a time in terms of communication. 
um, you know, we, we had a number of things to that we were working through as, as this was picking up in terms of, um, which, you know, Michael can speak to even better than I in terms of housing and practice facility location um, and a number of other of those, you know, logistical elements that, um, you know, factor into starting a season, you know, getting cars shipped out. So, you know, we've had to kind of backtrack some of those things and, and most importantly, making sure all the players are safe. So that's been the number one um, thing that we've been working on is just checking in and making sure that their families and that they are safe. And, and obviously Sydney having, you know, tested positive, um, you know, checking on her and making sure that she's feeling a lot better as well. And then with our team, like it's the kosher stud, uh, you know, we, we've been in communication with everybody. Uh, obviously, we know that the league has just made an announcement on Friday about the uh, pushing back of training camp. So, but uh, I will tell you this, uh, myself and coach, we're going to keep moving along and get, the, you know, stuff that, you know, training camp is supposed to start on April 26th. But, you know, we have uh, a lot of things plan to make sure our, our team is fully prepared for the season uh, whenever, you know, we're waiting on the, uh, for the league to give us the green light and should be uh, encouraging to all of our players and staff and stuff that. And obviously, uh, our staff have been focused uh, this week, next week, uh, focused on the draft. And uh, so, so we, we, we've been very busy uh, behind the scenes with a lot of things. And I think, you know, with the announcement of Friday, so now we know how we can prepare moving forward, what we can do, and stuff like that. And with all the new players on the team, uh, you know, the, the league community is really small, so we all know each other. I mean, I was here when we had Christy on the team. So uh, getting Christy to L.A., uh, you know, Christy is truly a spark. What I mean by that is Christy, is, when she was here in L.A., you know, she won that first championship here in 2016. So I've known Christy forever. I know everything about her as a person. I know what she brings to the table. And, you know, I'm really excited that we were able to add a bunch of high quality, like all-star type of player. Christy was playing like an all WNBA first team and until she had her injury. Christy is one of the top elite players in the league. And for us to add a player like Christy to the team, you know, I could be not be more excited about that. I'm also very excited about all the other players on the team. You know, having Simone on the team, I can't tell you how excited. Simone is so amazing, both on the court and off the court. She's going to do so much well when she's out there playing for us. She wants. She's going to be the ultimate, the best teammate. Uh, she's going to be great on the bench. She's going to be great in the locker room. Simone brings so much to the spark that I can't tell you how I'm excited about it. You know, Coach and I, we worked very carefully through the whole free agency pasta. It's about finding the right players, the right fit, and also want to make sure we had a balanced position. You know, obviously, you know, there were a lot of great players out there uh, that got signed by one team. But I'm also very, you know, we wanted to do what's best for the team to, uh, and I felt like uh, that we were able to get all the, the needs that we need at the one, the two, three, the four, and the five position. So, and then obviously, uh, we got some other players. Are we able to sign uh, Ruffin Pratt back? I'm very excited. Ruffin Pratt has always been a selfless player. She's always about the team. She defends well. 
she takes on any challengers that coach her team put on her. She will do whatever's best for the team. So I was really, really glad to get all these players done. You know, a TRP on a multi-year deal, Christy on a three-year deal, and then also uh, making a trade and getting uh, a great uh, guard in Brittany Spice, athletic, gets the line, she's a fan. You know, we should we should got better as a whole team. And then also adding Marie Gulish, another post player. And she was uh, the Pat 12 uh, uh Defensive Player of the Year. She you know she brings so much to the table. She's a rebounder. She's physical. She does a lot of the dirty work. And so I could not be more excited about all those uh, new players on the team. And you know, obviously, you know, like you know, talked about Christy. We're familiar with her. You know, obviously, with uh, players like uh, Simone. You know, we play we play Minnesota. Uh, you know, four times in the regular season, and you have the playoff. So I could not be more excited for uh, all the players that we have on this team. So then uh, they're all going to fit in very well. Thank you. Um, we'll go over to Doug Feinberg with the Associated Press. Derek, that's a lot of excellent talent you added. How are you going to find time for everybody to keep everyone happy? And also, how long do you think it's going to take once the season gets going to get a mini training camp and everyone sort of ready to play to start the season? Like Michael said, we were very intentional about the type of players we added in terms of who they are um, as as women and as people. Um, and mm-hmm. I think we've continued to put, you know, an, an emphasis on, on that aspect of it in terms of, you know, who we are as an organization, uh, you know, our culture, what we're made of. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think it's being great in professional sports is not about being happy, uh, really. And I think they, in, in terms of, you know, things being promised and guaranteed, et cetera, like um, everybody's going to earn, you know, their opportunities to get out and perform and have the space to do so. And what brings the ultimate happiness, I think we're going to have a, a really deep basketball team in terms of talent and capabilities is success. You know, it, it feels justified when you, when you win. Um, and having been in that position before, at least on the playing side, and then learning it as a coach, um, it, you know, none of it feels right or makes sense until you get the job done. That That's the only time you feel like the sacrifice has made sense. Um, and so it'll be a tough job, but that, you know, it's better to have that job than not have it uh, in terms of that balance. And then in terms of trying to, you know, ramp up quickly into um, – you know, whatever type of training camp scenarios that we'll all find ourselves in league-wide, um, you know, uh, it'll be challenging in terms of those aspects and knowing that many players around the league, regardless of, um, you know, their age or years of experience, just have not had a traditional offseason, whether that's playing in Europe in the offseason um, or just even being able to train here in the United States in a certain form or fashion. So... You know, we are going to have to be really smart about how we ramp up when we are allowed to ramp up and make sure we do it in a way that doesn't, um, you know, put our, our team at jeopardy um, to have a chance to be great at the right time, which is another reason why I think our depth will end up working out for us very well uh, because we won't have to ask any one or two players to do too much um, at any point. So, um 
you know, hopefully things will work out that way for us. And, you know, once we get started, we'll go to Ari Chambers, a three, two report. What do you guys think the missing piece of the puzzle was last year? And you said you added Christy, um, cause you know what she brings, but what specifically, um, do you think Simone will bring to the Sparks team this year? I don't think that was a physical missing piece. Um, you know, I, I think the missing piece really was, was just time. Um, time to build uh, the level of trust and connectivity um, and, and chemistry uh, that you need in order to really win at the highest levels. Um, and when you look at the team we ran into in Connecticut, you look at the team that eventually won the championship in Washington, um, there's time there. There's history there in terms of, you know, uh, coach-player relationships, system, the way you want to play, style of play. Um, there was a level of, I think, health um, that, you know, successful teams experienced uh, that we did, you know, in terms of the injuries, you know, of requirement suspension, et cetera. And we lost a lot of time um, having the opportunity to, to be together, practice together, travel together, learn each other and the things that we need to do. Uh, and that was exposed, uh, you know, when we got into the semis uh, against the Sun. And so they were the better team. They advanced and they won. So I don't think it was just a physical thing in terms of needing to add physical talent, but the right, it, it's the right players, which we're going to continue to emphasize. Um, Christy in the locker room, Simone in the locker room, um, having TRP back, um, you know, Chelsea being a, a year more experienced uh, and having some of the Team USA experience that she's gained until the disruption of the schedule. Um, so we definitely wanted to add talent and get better from a physical perspective, but we also feel like, um, which again, you know, it'll be a little bit disrupted. The sooner we can start spending time together and getting to know one, one another, um, that's where we're really going to be able to, to make the biggest jumps. I love t-shirts and I love to be comfortable. True classic tees get the job done. These t-shirts are soft, they hold up in the wash, and they're incredibly versatile. Wear them out, wear them to work out, wear them virtually anywhere to do anything. And the best part, they're incredibly cheap, only $15. And now you can get them for even less. Go to trueclassictees.com and use the promo code BLEAV at checkout for 20% off. That's Believe, B-L-E-A-V at trueclassictees.com. Get 20% off and a great new t-shirt. We have Michelle Vocal on with ESPN. With, uh, this will be the first time in eight years that uh, Elena Beard won't be with um, the Sparks. I know she was limited last year with, with injury, but just her presence was such a big factor. Was that part of going after the, the veteran guards that you did in terms of you knew um, that Elena wasn't going to be there? And how do you think that impacts your defense um, with, with her not there? How What, what makes up for her, for her absence, if you will? Uh, yeah, no, for sure. Uh, you know, AB is, um, will be missed. You know, she, although she did not get to physically, I think, spend um, as much time on the court as she and we would have liked, uh, she was fully committed to trying to help the team in every way that she could uh, in the locker room, you know, traveling, 
um, the conversations, you know, that, that you have to have in order to push one another to be great. Uh, and so we're going to miss that. And then, you know, not being able to operate at her highest levels on the court, it impacted our ability to defend last season. And she was, you know, she was there part-time. Now we're going to have to try and build some uh, defensive connectivity and trust without her, you know, being around at all. And, you know, we'll need some players to individually make that commitment to being great on that end. Um, you know, what you're, you know, Resigning TRP was very important in that regard, um, and, and Michael deserves a lot of credit for continuing to, to keep our lines of communication open with TRP and her agent um, to make sure that she knew and, and understood how much of a priority she was for us while we were having the conversations with Christy and, and making sure we resigned Chelsea, which were top priorities for us. Um, so it's going to be defense by committee. Um, this year, and I think that's what great defense really is. Um, it, it's really difficult in a one-on-one situation to stop the, the best players in the W and uh, in the league. So we're going to need everybody to buy in on that end right, at every position, and that's how we're going to have to try and replace, you know, what Elena did for so many years, just individually because of her her brilliance, her intelligence, and. Uh, you know, just her passion for playing the game, she made up for a lot of deficiencies in many areas. And um, we'll miss that, but we'll, we'll have to find ways to, to do it together. And that's what I hope we can do. Thank you. We'll go over to Howard Megdahl, Hypos Hoops. If I could, I, I have one, uh, Derek, for you and one for you, Michael. Um, Michael, just would love to hear, you know, we haven't talked to you since any of the changes in the front office. What's the decision-making tree looks like, the protocols for figuring out, determining who you guys are going to draft, you know, how you make those free agent signings, um, and, and how that goes forward. And uh, Derek, I was hoping you could uh, talk a little bit about what, if any, uh, back and forth conversations you've had with Candace. Obviously, there was um, you know a little bit of a um, disruption in that relationship at the very end of last season. I know you had talked about wanting to reach out and I'm curious where that is and what those communications have been like. Okay, well, obviously, I think you know, everybody knows that uh, I've been very uh, responsible, hands-on with everything, with player personnel, you know, over uh, the last couple of years uh, when we had the previous GM. I mean, uh, I mean, everybody probably saw me traveling around the country scouting game, and I should continue to do things on, like things were normally. And my focus is to focus on uh, what's ahead of us, and she focus on the draft, and focus on free agency, and, you know, she's been great communication, like, uh, Coach and I, and, and the ownership, we've been in, in incredible working together, and I could not ask for a better situation where we've just been working together, uh, and signing an incredible, you know, free agent class, and, uh, and, you know, obviously this year we don't have a first round pick, but, you know, we're still going to be, uh, we're fully getting ready for the draft in two weeks. And, uh, you know, uh, obviously we're not going to have our choice of top players, but we're evaluating everybody in the second round and third round and, you know, see what they can bring to the table. Uh, but everything, you know, it's been going on normal. And I'm not too focused or worried about, you know, it's kind of like what we have with the coronavirus. You should, you know, you can allow the outside things to distract you, or you can just stay focused on what's in front of you. So I'm, 
you know, myself, I'm, I should stay focused on what the head and do what's best for the organization and team and, you know, uh, with the relationship that I have with the agents and players around the league and do what's best for the organization. It's always going to be about who brings what's best for the team, you know, uh, who are selfless, who want to be here, and uh, stuff like that. And, uh, you know, everybody, Christy knows us, Simone knows us, uh, TRP, Chelsea, we have a great relationship with everybody around the league. So, uh, we should move me along, everything is normal, that's stuff like that. All right, Derek, what's your question? Yeah, thanks, Michael. Um, yeah, no, I, I definitely want to check in, you know, I think Michael's, um, you know, comments in terms of, you know, the effort of, in terms of communicating and everybody being on the same page and just trying to do, um, you know, what's best for our team and our organization moving forward. Um, and, and I think we've done a, a really great job at that. And, um, you know, Michael's been amazing and uh, deserves a lot of credit for for where we are right now. Um, how it's specifically related to Kansas here. I mean, we've been in communication when we need to be, you know. I, I, don't, I don't think that, um, and I, I can't speak for, for Candace, and if, if you get a chance to speak with her, I'm sure she can answer that question better, but we've been in communication at different times for different reasons. Um, and I think we've all kind of gotten to a place where we're, you know, thinking more forward and than backwards. Um, in a sense, sorry if you hear my dog barking in the back, everybody. Um, oh, Chris. You know, but yes, in terms of more forward than in reverse, I think, as I said before, um, we all kind of needed to be better last year in order to accomplish our goals, and that's kind of where we left it. And, and now I think our perspective, for many reasons, has been altered. Uh, I think starting with the loss of um, you know, Kobe and Gianna and the, the other passengers on, um, you know, on the helicopter that day, um, you know, and, and thinking about <clears throat> Kobe's life and legacy and how little it means to get caught up in, you know, things that made us feel uncomfortable at different times. Um, you can't hold on to those things. And you have to keep moving. And I think that's what Candace has been able to do. I've been able to do. Um, we communicated, Michael and I communicated very often with, um, you know, with a few of our players on the direction of our team um, and some of the decisions in terms of, you know, how we want to put our team together, who would possibly best fit. Candace was a part of those conversations at times. And um, so I think we're in a good place. And, um, at the end of the day, it's still it's a results-oriented business, and you can get along and not win, and still <laughs> and like each other, um, and it, you still may you know not always be aligned, uh, you know, in every situation. But um, you know, Candace is, is one of the best to ever do it, um, and any success we hope to have going forward, she's going to be a part of it. Um, and so, I, I don't think there's any question about that at all, and. You know, we, I personally think she's going to have uh, a great season coming back, you know, be healthy this year. And, um, <clears throat> you know, we're all going to be motivated to, to be better than we were a year ago. Uh, we'll go to Stacey Pates with Believe in Sparks podcast. Thank you, Ryan. Gentlemen, thanks for being on the call. Given where we are in the world right now, there's so much negative we could attach ourselves to. I love what Michael said a few moments ago and how we have to leave that stuff um, on the outside and focus on what is ahead. 
there have been so many victories that we've all been able to celebrate at home in terms of what the Sparks have been able to do uh, during this off season. And I celebrate all of those victories with you all. What are you looking for in the draft? And could a rookie make your roster, given you have 12 players with at least three or more years of experience? Yeah, well, with the draft, uh, everybody's allowed to have 15 players in camp. And uh, obviously, you know, every position is battle for every year. You know, I, in, every year I've been in this league, there's always been a, you know, a few camp surprises. And I'm sure Coach Bobby's the same thing in the NBA. There's always going to be players who step up or situations and things happen, you know. Uh, every year, you know, we, we're, we're going to have a very, very competitive camp. And, I just, you know, I understand uh, uh, we got three drafters. We don't know who the pick's going to be, but they're going to have every chance of uh, being part of this team, too, as well. Uh, so don't get too focused on the 12 that we have. And uh, it's just like uh, there's a lot of good players in this draft, and I'm excited to uh, get those 15 players in camp, and then uh, we'll just go ahead with uh, the best 12. Uh, do we have Sue Favor on the line with the Women's Soup World? Yeah, for whoever wants to answer, just thinking about, you know, we really don't know what's going to happen. Um, is If there is a worst-case scenario and the season isn't played, um, what would be the what would be the moves going into the fall, into the winter, as far as um, scouting or maintaining the roster as is? We're a very good question. I mean, uh, if we don't – uh, well, I'm hoping it doesn't come to that. That's why uh, the league is moving forward with the draft, because you cannot combine two draft boxes, so you have to have the class, you know. So I'm very hopeful, you know, that we all stay home and be safe so we all can come back and, you know, bring sports back to uh, the community. Uh, but as for your question about, you know, the fall, winter, if everything is safe in Europe, uh, I'm sure some of the players might go overseas and not have to stay in America. It, it, you know, take it. Uh, I can't really answer that. It all depends on the safety and, you know, how things are going. But if we do have a college basketball season this winter, uh, I will continue to uh, we'll continue to uh, travel to games, scout players, uh, and get ready for the 2021 draft. Uh, and, you know, uh, watch uh, the, the Euro games. You know, Coach and I will continue to uh, – uh, evaluate all players, you know, communicate with college coaches and stuff like that. So if the college basketball season is there, we will continue on as normal. And I'm hoping, and I'm sure by then, uh, that we have flattened the curve. So uh, we would like to, you know, proceed everything as normal. While we're waiting this out at home, let's have some fun. Go to betonline.ag and join me. With no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. But Bet Online still has hundreds of places to wager, including their online casino with poker and blackjack. There's still so much fun to be had at betonline.ag. Use promo code MYPOD100 and receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag and use promo code MYPOD100. Bet Online, your online wagering experts. Okay, we'll go over to Matt Ellenstock of SB Nation. Uh, obviously, with everyone separated, it's hard to build any sort of uh, chemistry this early. Have you guys instructed any players to set up some sort of proof chat scenario or any way in which they can uh, get to know each other a little better, or do you know if they've done that on their own? Yeah, uh, we've had uh, we've been in communication uh, with our team once. Uh, I've been close. I think it was Mike Marsh 
involved. We've been in communication with our team. We have a group chat and WhatsApp. So, we, you know, when we have the situation when everything started happening, so we have been in touch with our players who are were overseas, you know, making sure that they were safe. So, you know, each week it's been like a different situation, you know. And then the, like the, first, the first group of players that came back were like TRP, you know, Sydney came back from Spain, you know, Gulish came back from Germany. But then the Turkey League suspended, and then uh, you know, players like, you know, Chelsea, Laquana Williams, and Brittany Stites. And then they came back. So, and then that week, we wanted, you know, everybody had to be safe. So, we're communicating with the team like that, but we're also communicating with everybody else individually to make sure, first and foremost, about their health. And obviously, we found out about Sydney. And that's why, you know, taking care of our team now. Now, with the league making an announcement on Friday, so uh, our staff, like I said, we have been communicating with everybody individually and the team. And Coach and I have already had a lot of stuff plan uh, all the way to do a lot of things to make sure our players are healthy, um, you know, just uh, getting ready for the season, stuff like that. So we do have, uh, Coach and I are more than prepared uh, to communicate with our team in a lot of different ways, both as a team and individually. And, uh, and you know, now that we just got the notice about Friday, so, uh, so we know we have a lot of things. We're going to do a couple things each week with the team until they say it's okay for everybody to get back together. And that also real quick, I think to your point, you know, that not that we obviously anticipated, you know, this specific set of circumstances, but uh, the benefit of having, you know, this the returning players we have and, and who they are and the way they're made up. Um, but also, you know, a, a, at least a season of history together in terms of coaching staff, um, players, you know, terminology, some of the things that we like to try and get accomplished offensively and defensively. Um, Christy returning, you know, who has spent time here before with many of our players, uh, you know, and Simone as a, a, a super vet um, that just, you know, really, uh, it, you know, is, is the type of person she spent time with some of our players before uh, in some of the, you know, whether it's a Team USA setting or all-star games, et cetera. But, um, you know, we're, we're fortunate that we, we feel like, you know, we'll be able to build on the connections that we have as a group from this past season. And, um, you know, but we'll, we'll still have the, the urgency to create some of those things virtually, in a sense, um, to make sure that we don't feel like strangers, um, you know, when camp starts. We don't have any rookies on the team, so everybody knows each other. So I feel like we're way ahead of the curve on that because, you know, the basketball community is really small and we all know each other. So we uh, we all have a uh, – I feel like, you know, we're ahead of the curve without, you know, we don't have any rookies or second-year players. So, I mean, just, uh, the, the players are experienced and they uh, – we all just kind of like uh, – we have that relationship already been established. So, yeah, Derek, you just mentioned uh, signing Simone, obviously a four-time champion. Uh, what uh, what was that process like, signing her, uh, bringing her to the Sparks, and, and what what kind of impact do you anticipate her having on this team immediately with kind of her experience? What was really important, I think, one, one of our priorities in, in the offseason going into free agency was, you know, adding players that, that had some talent and some ability, but um, also, they really understand winning 
um, and what that sounds like and feels like um, and, and the way you need to approach that on a daily basis. And, um, you know, a lot of the conversations that, you know, Michael had with Simone um, and that I had with Simone, it was, it was amazing to hear, you know, just her, I think, commitment to just being part of something bigger than her. Like, and, and to think about someone that has won four championships in the WNBA and, you know, has a resume as powerful as anybody's, um, it was all about wanting to be a part of something bigger than her, wanting to be able to finish her career um, accomplishing really special things and it didn't have to look a certain way. And those are the type of players that we that we wanted to add. You know, Christy Tolliver, uh, Simone, you know, Chelsea resigning, PRP, uh, Brittany and Marie. Like, we really wanted to try and put a team together that really could <clears throat> be in, in full 100% commitment to just whatever's best for the group. And having players that have been successful before and won before uh, was really important, and Simone is at the top of that list. Uh, and so, you know, we, we were also honest about the, the roster that we already had at that time in free agency, you know, because we there had been some signings and we had a, a good team already. Um, and we were honest with Simone about, you know, we weren't guaranteeing any type of role or minutes or position, but just an opportunity to be a part of something great. And, but we felt like she could be important in us establishing what that looks like. Um, so she deserves a lot of the credit for choosing and saying yes uh, to what we were, you know, trying to, to express to her. John W. Davis, Winsider. Uh, just like to take a look forward. I know that, you know, right now the salary cap is what it is, and it's expected to go up just a little bit next year. If you could look forward with me, um, how would you expect to balance a future salary cap when we have players like Shanae, Neca, Candice, Sydney, who are all on the, the previous salary scale? And the first three I mentioned, a lot of people consider them max contract players. How, how do you balance that going forward, the salary cap, with the type of players that you have and the salaries they may command? Very good question, John. I mean, uh, obviously, uh, that was one of the first things uh, I had to do. And I don't want to say, if, uh, you know, we, we are prepared with the salary cap with, uh, with this year, but also with 2021 in mind. And uh, I'm, I can be more excited about the team this year, but also uh, for all the players for next year. So but I, I can't uh, go that far into it, but, uh, but I'm not too concerned. Yet, but I know we have incredible uh, people on this team, like I said, uh, uh, we have we have people that want to be here and part of this organization. It's a special organization, you know. We have a great, as far as organization, it's like it, 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 it's a special organization to be part of because of uh, how great the ownership is, how great the coaching staff is, how great our front office, the business side. I, you could not find a better organization. That, you know, uh, we were the WBA franchise of the year because everybody is selfless and puts the team first. And, you know, with the salary cap, uh, I do have uh, all the stuff planned in place and it's going to be for next year. So, but I can't so, I can't say anything more than that. But, uh, but to answer your question, John, yes, I do have uh, all that part put together already uh, with 
this year team and next year. And obviously, you know, we still, even though you mentioned a few players who contracts are up, but we also have a lot of players who are locked up in multi-year. We've got Christy for the next three years, TRP for two more years, Madiba, you know, Sydney. We have everybody uh, else locked up. So I'm not too uh, concerned, but, uh, but I'm very, very excited. Uh, what we have, what we have, so I feel like we're, we're in very good hands with the salary cap. Uh, Zach Boyer with The Athletic. You know, with so much uncertain, really, the NBA has expressed the desire to resume its season. The NHL has done the same. You guys share the building with the Kings. Your season's ready to start. Um, do you know if there's been any kind of discussions about the logistics of making all of that work um, in which everybody can have the Staples Center and have the ability to, to play out their seasons? Have, have any of those conversations taken place? And, and can you even envision a scenario in which that all is able to coexist and, and everything goes on as planned. Our, our coaching staff and us, we're all our front office, we're going to be prepared whenever the league gives us the green light. And as uh, we talked about earlier, we're staying connected with our team. So it's about being the most prepared team and staying connected. So um, obviously all professional sports, whether baseball, football, basketball, NBA, us, soccer, I mean, like, it's more about staying home and getting everybody's safety. So, what are the seats? I don't know. We don't, I mean, we're prepared in different ways. You know, obviously, everybody, all sports have to reschedule games. What things can be done. So, no matter what, whatever the outcome is, uh, we will be prepared, you know. Mark Medina, USA Today. I know that Sydney's obviously commented, uh, you know, on her situation with the positive test. But what, what were your takeaways from any conversations you've had with her with just how she's holding up and where she goes from here with all the we, we think that she's doing well and, and she's in good spirits um you know I, she can better speak to and I, and I know she's done some uh you know media things in terms of her actual experience and you know some of the details that that surrounded it but um you know I, when when we were last in touch you know a few days ago maybe she's she was doing pretty good and, and you know, in good spirits, and which is, that's who Sydney is, um, you know, kind of regardless of what happens, like she finds a way to just consistently be her. And, um, you know, that's what we love about her. And, and you know, we're glad that she's doing well and, and, and feeling as good as possible. And, um, you know, we, we, we don't anticipate, um, you know, it, it causing any major delay in her ability to, you know, to try and stay ready at the right time uh, in terms of preparing for the season. But most importantly, you know, she she is doing well. Um, and, um, you know, we'll, I'm sure there'll be some updates if necessary, um, you know, if, if anything changes in terms of, you know, her readiness and, and where she is. Jen Hatfield, her hoop steps. Uh, regarding staying ready for this season, how have you all approached that? Are you giving players workouts, or are you letting them kind of determine what they're able to do given their circumstances? Very good question, Jen. Uh, I think everybody, it, it, it's a collaboration with everybody, you know, with uh, the coaching staff, you know, our city coaches, the head coach, are, you know, getting stuff ready with the plays and system team. We have an amazing sports staff with our athletic trainers, strength conditioning coach, you know, video coordinators, Player development coach. So everybody is all working together uh, towards uh, making sure everybody stays game, which means we are the ones encouraging them. So you know to uh, 
stay active. You know, a lot of you guys, I think all of you guys are working from home. So sometimes when you have a team that works together and motivates you guys to do more. So, uh, like I said, we just got the announcement on Friday about the uh, uh, training camp being delayed. So we do have, Coach and I have a lot of things in place for the team to uh, for stay active, to be in shape, you know, gain cardio or doing weight. We have a lot of things in plan. Uh, and we're just going to take it, you know, week by week and continue to uh, encourage the way uh, the coach will send them film. I mean, he can talk. He probably can answer more uh, what they're going to do. But we're keeping everybody involved, not just players, but uh, everybody on staff. Yeah. I mean, like, like Michael said, we're, you know, we're doing our best, you know, based on the circumstances and, you know, kind of where players are. Um, you know, the, a lot of this is, even if things were normal, um, you know, it still would be their off-season time. So they still, um, you know, even with our communication, you know, they, they still would have uh, a certain level of responsibility to, you know, to make sure they're ready to come back uh, to work at the right time. I think the biggest piece of the puzzle um, that a lot of times gets left out, regardless of, um, you know, this kind of unique set of circumstances, the mental aspect of preparing for a season and how that is obviously been majorly disrupted. Um, so a lot of it is not just workouts, but also, um, you know, I think mentally, emotionally, psychologically, um, helping everyone continue to work through, um, you know, different experiences. Uh, and, and it's been a, it's been a tough year to start for a number of reasons for our organization in particular in, in the city of LA and then also with, uh, you know, with the pandemic. So, you know, we, we feel that responsibility as well to, to make sure that we're on top of just where our players are, um, you know, mentally, emotionally, psychologically, spiritually, um, to make sure that there's some balance there. Um, and it's not just, you know, throwing, throwing workouts at the moment. Thank you. Uh, we have Amanda Skurlock, LA Sentinel. Could you talk to me a little bit about the, um, the trades with Atlanta? Um, talk to me, what you, what did you see in Marie and um, Brittany last season that made you say that they would be a good fit this year? I think with uh, both of them, uh, you know, obviously I wanted, uh, I think everybody knew that we were overloaded in the front court, but at the same time, I wanted to make sure that we had pieces that help, were going to help make the team better. And I could be more excited about adding two incredible players who could be more excited about coming out. I mean, because Brittany Sykes has been so excited about playing for L.A. I mean, if you talk to her, she is beyond excited. You know, it's like a dream come true for her. And, you know, Brittany is athletic. She's a fan. She gets to the line. She, she, she just brings so much passion to the game. And, you know, Gula, she is an incredible defender, rebounder. She does the dirty work. So I feel like uh, I know it was hard to lose Kalani. You know, but I feel like uh, Gulers can do the same type of thing that you know, Kalani can do. They're both very tall and they're physical, after, you know, and Gulers can get up and down the court. While with uh, Sykes, we're adding another athletic guard. Somebody, you know, we're adding, we've added a bunch of younger players. So uh, I felt like this was a trade that really improved our team as a whole. Yeah, and then just to piggyback off of Michael, you know, we, um, <clears throat> which kind of goes back to some of the earlier questions about depth, you know, just having, um, you know, a, a, a team that can, <laughs> that can 
have players capable of playing at every position, but also the right players in terms of the balance. And we don't ever want to be a place where we're, I think, standing in the way of, of players being able to, uh, you know, expand their game to, to grow their opportunities to perform and, and do some things. And um, the, the way we needed to and wanted to play, I think, in order to maximize who our team is today, um, you know, we, we felt like the right opportunity um, with Atlanta to, to, to add Brittany and, and Marie would help position us in that regard. Um, not because we don't believe that Kalani has an amazingly bright future. Um, so, but we felt like the, at, at the wing, we wanted to add some length and, and some athleticism um, and, and some ball handling and decision making. Um, and then, you know, Marie, uh, like Michael mentioned earlier, and I think two-time Pac-12 defensive player of the year. Her rebounding, her energy, and her ability to space the floor offensively at times as well, um, you know, were all things that were really interesting to us. And, um, you know, we decided to, to make the move. We'll go over to Brady Clopper with SB Nation. Uh, Derek, just a quick question for you about um, bringing Christy into the fold. Uh, obviously, she's played mostly at point guard in her career and obviously you've, you've got one of the best already in Chelsea and so now you've got two of the top three players in the league in, in assists last year uh, how do you envision making that work do you kind of see one of those players primarily playing off ball or, or is that more of a situation where it'll be a little fluid and kind of just going to have a two point guard line up and share ball handling duties my, my hope and our hope is that um, you know that is fluid that, that we are able to play basketball in a way that doesn't require um, any one person to, you know, have to do too much with the basketball in order to make us better. Um, you know, we we asked Chelsea to do quite a bit last season, um, and you know, I, I think it caught up to us and it caught up to her uh, as the season went on. And so, you know, Christy, not just because of how she plays the game um, on the court. You know, but but again, her her mental makeup, the, the mental capacity, the, the mental toughness, um, was just a, a great fit and a great addition. So you know, we we view them being able to play together to be interchangeable. Um, but that that's what we wanted to have in a sense in our rosters. You know, multiple players that have the ability to make plays for themselves and make plays for others. Um, and we want to be able to make the defense wrong no matter what they choose to do. And Christie's, uh, you know, I think versatility as a guard, Chelsea's versatility, Candice, um, you know, we, we, we want to have a team that can that can make people pay, regardless of how they choose to defend us. And, you know, we haven't even gotten into, you know, in much detail, you know, Sinead being able to come back after uh, learning who we have for a year. And then Laquana Williams, who, um, you know, had, being healthy and, and you know, really, you know, thankfully getting things legally behind her that, that ended in a positive way. Um, you know, we, we just feel like we have a number of players uh, that are going to be able to do some really good things for us offensively and, and make it tough for, for us to be, um, you know, to be guarded. David Yapwitz, Don Line, Hypo Soups. Question for, for Coach. Um, you know, in terms of potential early starting lineups, you know, last year you had a TRP playing at the wing. Um, in the starting lineup, you know, we know what she brings. You know, she's a defender. She's tough. Um, she can hit.
hit the outside shot. But, you know, looking at someone like Brittany Sykes, you know, who brings um, a different kind of skill set in terms of her ability to attack the rim, um, you know, what kind of role can you see her playing? You know, can you see her perhaps, you know, stepping into the starting lineup at, at some point? You know, especially at this time, right, there's, there's no reason why you don't want to just, you know, throw something out there that the too early starting lineup speculation. Um, but I think that, you know, that's that's the one spot where we, I think we've been honest with, with all of the players that, you know, we've spoken to, um, you know, that we're, we're going to kind of see what works best for the team, right? Um, you know, last season, as you mentioned, I mean, TRP had a career year from behind the three-point line at 34 points. Nine percent, I think, from the three, um, and and honestly, before she had a little bit of shoulder inflammation, um, you know, late in the season, that really, you know, she couldn't come early and and shoot the way she was before practice, or after practice, etc. Really, kind of changed um, her ability to knock down those open threes that that also caught up to us in, in the postseason. So, you know, we think that she'll be back and be even more consistent, you know, in terms of making the open threes in particular in the corner. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think Brittany will have an opportunity um, at, at the wing position uh, to, to not earn minutes but, but possibly be able to start as well. And, and we're also going to be open-minded about what we see from Simone, uh, who last season was coming off of injury um, and wasn't able to really get back to, you know, I think the, the closest part of being the best version of herself. But we're just going to see. I mean, we obviously feel like Chelsea and Christy and Neckard and Candace are kind of, you know, four pillars of, of what we're going to start with in terms of what we try to get accomplished, you know, the start games most nights, if not every night. Um, and we'll see. You know, I think we're excited about being able to do whatever we need to do, if that's TRP, if that's Brittany, if it's Simone. But we also like, you know, how do you, you know, Chelsea's a big guard. Um, so we could also see being able to have Chelsea and Christy and Raquana on the court together at the same time, and how do you defend those three combined with Candace and Necker? Um, so we, we, we're excited, man, about any direction we need to go uh, in order to cause our opponents, you know, problems preparing for us. And um, so we'll see. The most important thing is hopefully we can get back together soon and everybody's healthy mentally and physically. Um, that will allow us to have a, a great season. All right. Thank you, everyone. Um this was really great, um, great turnout. We appreciate the coverage as, as always, and we'll be in touch about uh, media availability for the draft next week. Thank you. Make sure you subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on your favorite directories, including iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. Find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast. Keep up with Sweet's Baby 24, Sydney Weiss, on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find me at Stacy Pates. If you'd like to advertise on our show, we would love to have you. For more information, visit Believe.com. This has been Believe in Sparks on the Believe Podcast Network, sponsored by BetOnline.ag. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.